fed up of floor robes, driven to distraction and drowning with doom boxes, tired of living in chaos? Welcome to Decluttering Untangled, how to declutter when you're overwhelmed, ADHD or autistic. I'm going to help you uncover the secrets to decluttering, no matter what hurdles you face. You'll discover how to declutter, de-stress and transform your world. I'm Heather Tingle, reformed hoarder, neurodivergent declutter queen and your guide through the maze of mess. Let's get untangled. Hello Untanglers, so today I'm going to talk about the V in my PAVE system, which stands for vision. You've done your plan, you've taken action, the next step to a properly decluttered home is having a vision for it. And it's today's episode, I'm going to explain why that's so important, even if you don't think it is, and how to create one. So what is a vision? Well, basically it's how you imagine your home or your room or that drawer will be once you've decluttered it. I want you to create a picture in your mind about how it will be. Now, it might be that you're not very good at keeping things in your mind. I know something goes in my mind and it goes straight back out again. So you might want to use something like Pinterest. You might want to use those um, magazines that you've got laying around. You might want to journal. There's other ways other than just keeping it in your brain. It might be quite hard if you can't imagine it or if you struggle with visualisation. Even if, like me, you're great at visualisation and you can daydream your life away, but you can do it for other spaces, but it might be quite hard to do it in your own space. But don't worry, I've got some suggestions that will help you with this. Now, I'm great at seeing potential with other people's spaces, but I found it really hard for my own. So I'm going to explain a little bit more about why you should do it and how. So first of all, why is having a vision so important? So for me, I feel that it helps you make decisions easier. Once you decide how a space should look, how it should feel and what kind of activities should be done in that space, it helps you decide what stays and what goes. And if it does stay, where it needs to be. If it goes, where it needs to go. And it's part of the zoning process, but it also helps you let go of different versions of your life. So maybe past lives or items that are no longer going to be part of your life and they're not going to feature in your future. And it also helps you get really clear of what you do want to feature in your future. So one thing to remember is you're not just designing your dream space, you're going to be designing your dream life as well. And that might sound a bit ridiculous and a bit grand and a bit that can't happen to me, but it really can. You really can design your home how you want it to be. Now, I'm not going to say you're going to be able to do it overnight. I'm not going to say you're suddenly going to magically make it gorgeous and perfect exactly how you want it to be by waving a magic wand. That's not how it's going to be. It's going to be a long, steady process. But having a vision is so important to begin with and to get it going and to keep it going. A vision will help keep you motivated because if you can see your vision of that space, It starts to appear the more you declutter, you get closer and closer to it, so it keeps you going. It also helps that you've got something to look forward to. So it's kind of like the reward at the end of it. So it might be buying that perfect item of furniture, buying that beautiful storage, and you're not going to buy storage until you've decluttered. Um, It might be that you're going to decorate it afterwards, or you're going to have someone round. It might be that you want to have space to do your hobby, or a beautiful room to sleep in. And I can guarantee you, you will sleep better when your room isn't full of stuff. 
Having that vision of the treat once it's done can also mean that you've got a financial target to aim for. And when you use the money you make from selling your items, you can put that towards it. That can be a real motivation to let things go too. So how do you create your vision and what is your vision? So you're going to start off by the vision for the space. So practically and physically, where the furniture might go, what might need to move around, what you want to let go of once you've decluttered. It might be how the room is used is different. So, for example, in this room, it went from a junk room full of stuff. It went to a bedroom and it went to an office and a spare room. And that meant letting go of furniture, it meant moving things around, and it meant buying things in. It also meant at the end of it, I got to decorate. Think about what colours and moods you want for each room. So what are you going to use each room for, and how do you want it to look? But from my point of view, it's more important to know how you want it to feel. So that might come easier to you than how you want it to look. So... It might be that you want it cosy, you might want to have it clinical, you might want to have it bright, you might want to have it dark. How do you want it to feel? The vision of how you want your life to be. So what things do you want to do in the future? For example, do you want to have people over? Do you want it to be a big entertaining space? Or like me, you're going to be a bit of a hermit and you want a nice place that's comfy to relax. Do you want to have a nice place to eat as part of a family? Do you want to be able to cook in your kitchen and bake big meals? Do you want to entertain? Do you want to have a space for your takeaway? (laughs) Do you want to have a comfy, um, luxurious, um, lots of different textures, warm and relaxing space? How do you want it to feel? Now, one of the issues we might have with vision, one of the struggles, is that homes have been that way for so long, you can't imagine it any other way. And I totally understand that. I was exactly the same. I really struggled with it. It wasn't until I started decluttering that my house kind of appeared to me and I got braver in how I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be more me. And that took a while for me to get my head around that. So if you struggle with that, try to get inspiration from places you go. So, for example, if you go to a friend's house, what do you like about it? What feels good? What inspiration can you get from them? Have a look at estate agent listings for houses that are similar to yours and see how they've how they've put furniture or how they've staged it and what feels nice. What bits do you like? It might be when you last stayed in a hotel or a B&B. What did you like about it? What felt nice? What are the parts of it that you can take? that you could bring into your own home. Or if you want to go totally crackers, watch something like Selling Sunset. And that is, you know, a bit ridiculous, a bit American. And it is, you know, the luxurious million, million pound homes. But you can still look at those and get inspiration from how they feel and the colours and the textures and what the spaces kind of feel like. You can still do that. Now, I'm not going to say that your two-bedroom terrace house is suddenly going to turn into a mansion with an infinity pool, but you maybe you want a cosy and warm living room, but you might want a sterile and white minimalist kitchen. You might want a lounge that you can chill out on the floor in, like have bean bags and big cushions and big throws, those kind of things. It might be in your garden that you want one of those wonderful, like, um, I want to say tables with flames in. You know, you want want a place to sit outside. How would that feel? What can you do 
in, for example, if you're in the UK and it's raining, what could you bring in? So for me, I always wanted a log burner. I wanted my living room to feel cozy and warm. So it didn't have to be bright colours, but I wanted lots of texture. I wanted lots of throws. So I've got my weighted blankets down there. I've got my um, cuddly, um, cuddly throws that I can wrap myself up in. And I've got a sofa that I can lounge on. And that was what was important to me. And I definitely got inspiration from those kind of TV programs. If this is still too hard, then using stress flips can help. So look at stressors and flip them. So what makes life hard for you? So for me, it was finding clothes to wear and having a floor robe. So my flip was that I wanted a relaxing bedroom with my clothes were easily found and easily to pick and I wanted them tidied away, but easily tidied away. And I wanted a clear floor all the way around my bed and a beautiful space to sit to get ready in the morning. I wanted bedside tables like in a hotel with not a lot on them, but beautiful bedside lamps. I wanted dark wood and sumptuous seductive colours. But in my kitchen, I want clear sides so I can clean them easily and most items in cupboards so I can keep it looking clear. Because that's a total opposite to how it used to be. And then as you go through decluttering using your vision to guide you, you need to start trusting your own judgment. You need to be okay making decisions for yourself. Now, as you declutter, you are going to get better at that decision making. So it does become a lot easier. But you might find that you second guess how you want it to be because it might be that you feel that that kind of home isn't for you. Actually, that home absolutely is for you. If you can dream it, you can do it. So for me, I grew up with being told that anything white in a home was bad. So it showed muck up, it could get ruined very easily, it was a really bad idea. And I ought to go for things like real wood and wood colours, darker was best. And once I decluttered, I realised I really like the crispness of white. So I love that New England kind of look and the Ikea kind of looks. I love that. So I painted my skirting boards white and that, and also some rooms too. And that was much to some of my family's horror. But I knew that was my vision and it felt good to do my house how I wanted it. And it was how I wanted it for the very first time in my life. So do consider other people's influences, but do remember that it's your home and you absolutely can have it how you want it. And I really would like you to remember that your vision can absolutely come true. It is possible to get your home how you want it. It is going to take time, of course it is. It's going to take effort and it's going to take a whole lot of work. But keep that vision in mind and you will get there quicker. So that's what vision is all about. Why you should have one, you'll get there quicker. It makes life easier, makes decision making easier. And hopefully I've given you some ideas on how to create a vision. On the next podcast episode, I'm going to be talking you through the next step of my decluttering framework. So once you've decluttered, what do you do with it? And that's E for exit plans. So how do you get items actually out of the house once you've decluttered them? And where is the best place for them to go? So a few things, a few tips and a few tricks to get you there. Until then, keep untangling. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of Decluttering Untangled. If you found anything that I've said today helpful, please do me a favour, hit that subscribe button or leave me a review. 
It's like receiving a virtual high five that keeps me going and lets me know that I'm helping real people out there and I'm making a difference. Please remember, you're not alone in this. I'm building a community of fellow untanglers over on Facebook. Just visit the show notes for the link to my free decluttering community. So until next time, remember, you're not alone. You're not lazy. You can untangle your life.